What's that? Minute late? Two minutes late? It's not bad, is it? It's not bad, all things considered. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I was here, you know, with ample time, but um, I was watching MMA videos and uh, I lost lost track of the time, you know, just staring, watching, scrolling. Ah, watching particularly nasty uh, number, I think from Rising. That was the second mention of Rising this week, Japanese MMA promotion, of a young uh, gentleman uh, getting another gentleman in a particularly nasty submission. Oh, dear. Uh, he has what's known as an omoplata on someone, which is where you wrap someone's arm up with your legs uh, behind their back. It's particularly unpleasant. And also then at the same time has a rear naked choke stranglehold on. So his arm's all up behind. It's, uh, it's a real soul taker of a move. Uh, it's, a, it's deeply satisfying to hit someone with. Um, but if you yourself get caught, it's a sort of one of those ones that when you finish training and you sat in the car and you take those sort of few minutes just before starting the engine, staring off into space, thinking about the session that you've just had. Single tear rolls down your face as you remember that that submission where you're just so mercilessly helpless. Oh, deeply unpleasant. Uh, guys, listen, yes, look, guys, seriously, wow, okay, what day is it, Wednesday? Who even cares? Do, I mean, are we not done with days of the week, you know? Aren't they a bit passe? Aren't days of the week problematic? Are they gendered? Probably. So you could probably go back far enough, you'll find that they're somehow, well, they're the oppressive construct of the patriarchy, I guess, you know, if you didn't have days, you know, you only, well, they're the oppressive construct of the bourgeoisie days of the week, aren't they? Because they presumably only exist uh, in order to oppress the proletariat, the working classes, you know, the, you know, to force them to work on particular days. Again, time in general, an oppressive construct of the bourgeoisie. So, I think it's time we got rid of them. We'll get rid of the working week. It'll just be work as and as and when you feel that your Etsy store needs to be updated. So we will all, all business will be conducted through Etsy. Here's this is how it's gonna. You know what? Sometimes before I start the show, I think, what the fuck am I gonna start talking about when I open? Absolutely nothing in my head. And you know, just start going, and before you know it. You're on to time being an oppressive construct of the bourgeoisie and how all business should be conducted through Etsy stores. You know, you I don't know, maybe you're selling painted rocks. You know, maybe you're selling small dolls made from your own hair. Maybe you're selling art that you've done of overweight women with their, with their lady parts on display because you've decided it's empowering. You know, so they you know, and you would trade them not for cash, but maybe for, you know, a watercolour landscape uh, painting, you know. I, I mean, very quickly, you know, society would grind to a halt, start going backwards, and we'd be living in, you know, in, in caves, in holes in the ground, fighting over a potato. But we would no longer be constrained by the oppressive chains of the bourgeois man's 
time and days of the week. So ultimately, we'd be better for it. I mean, it would be, you know, mass starvation, billions of, of deaths, but that's what it takes, guys, for true equality. We will all be equal in death. Guys, I don't know what I'm on about. I've no idea. Who's in the house? Gun Price is in the house. Real Akeem's in the house. Uh, Squidgy Beats is in the house. Uh, Chad Ryder's in the house. Mr. Merck's in the house. Russ Co. is in the house. Den Tweed is in the house. Big Wodge is in the house. Stin is in the house. Big Shawnee Simpson is in the house. Did I say Den Tweed? Because he's in the house. Power Jen, 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 Jen. Jen is in the house. There are many, many mice in the heist. Guys, look. Six minutes past ten. It's Wednesday. Uh, Chris LD is in the house. Jenna Hitchmuff is in the house. Daytona Jones is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, Slushard.fm. It's Coffee and Mains. It's your boy, Lobster Pappy, Feathery King. We out here. We just getting it done. Welcome to Coffee and Mames. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee Memes Threshold Eleven. Maybe we need to get some some jingles uh, done, like some really uh, cheesy, like radio style jingles. I know, I know someone that can facilitate facilitate that. Or maybe a go on uh, like Fiverr or one of those ones where people are like, "I'll make you your radio jingle, just five dollars for seventeen words." And for an extra twenty dollars, I'll say the N word. Well, okay, no, no, thanks. That's that's a very kind offer, but not uh, not so keen. It's um, oh, there's a sort of way of speaking, enunciating on radio jingles that makes me want to pull my eyes out. It's the way that all the radio jingles have to sound like this. Radio One. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm having an enema right now. Literally, hot water and shit is gushing out of my bumhole on BBC Radio One. There's no need for it. You know, we're all friends here. We're all humans. You know, we all shit and piss, don't we? We all get up in the morning, have a shit in the shower. We all, you know, we're on a level, yeah? Race, colour, creed. It's not important. No one needs to be dictated to by someone speaking like this. Ugh! Radio One's big weekend. Ugh! Fuck you. Jesus Christ. What do you think I'm a fucking child it's like it's the equivalent of when you know like a baby's it, it's like baby talk for adults you know it's that level of condescending that that woman who does all those that but she's like that's a kind of 
It's like radio splaining, should we say? Jingle splaining. I don't want to be jingle splained too, basically, is what I'm getting at. Literally, I want someone to dictate to me, you know, just a list of the facts. Just what's coming in. Like, you know, he's finished playing Katy Perry or something, and then there's a... And then someone's just like, Radio One's big weekend will be uh, this Sunday. Tickets are on Saturday. Okay, bye. Fine. Radio One's big weekend. Oh, I can't sustain an erection. Okay, I, look, let's let's move on, please. Can't take it anymore, guys. What's going on? Uh, whose birthday is it? Jen's birthday. Wow, incredible. Uh, Jen uh, is now, I believe, 400 years old. Uh, she, she looks decent for it, though. You can't argue with that. I don't know what it is. I think it, it could be the uh, the timely blend of uh, good quality pingers and hardcore music. You know, uh, happy birthday, Jen. Good work. Good work. So birthday show, I guess, today. Two, double. What? Hold on. Uh, Jen are also. Wow, both Jens. Both birthdays at the same time. Glitch in the Matrix, I I might say. Seems iffy, doesn't it? I, I mean, they could both be lying. I've not seen identification from either of them. In fact, I would like... In fact, I now rescind my, you know, my well wishes until, e until either or both of you can produce evidence so that my birthday wishes will not effectively be robbed from me. Oh, there's nothing worse than that. Nothing worse. Pete, a.k.a. Tracy Rhodes. His birthday on Facebook is set to a completely different time of the year. So he gets two birthdays, basically. Everyone posts on his Facebook, oh, happy birthday, mate. Nice one. And he's just like, cheers, thanks. Laps it all up. Laps up those birthdays. Oh, I hope you have a great day, mate. Oh, you going to do much drinks and that? Oh, not really, you know, just... You know, come in the shop, buy us a drink or whatever. Like, guess laps it up, little little fucking birthday well wish nuggets, sustenating him. You know, new 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 nourishing him. I think it should be illegal. I think it should be a crime. I think fake birthdaying. You know, it's it's. It's not, it's, you know, it's fraud is what it is. Ultimately, when you come down to it, he's a phony. He's a big, fat phony, you know? And I, for one, will be boycotting him. Not his shop. He's a very good hairdresser. And I, you know, and I enjoy that side of him. But just him as a person, you know, when he speaks to me, I just, just turn my head. Huh? Did someone hear something? No. Just real... Real cold shoulder. Real just silent treatment. God, have you ever... I don't know whether or not you've ever been out with anyone that does the silent treatment routine. There's no excuse for it. What a cunt. Anyway, guys, if you're going out with someone who does that, split up with them. They're no good. Yeah, that's no long-term solution. Anyway, guys, uh, back onto uh, the topic of news. Uh, this... Oh, my God, some truly harrowing stuff today. Bacon shortage leaves pigs without blankets at Weatherspoons. Whew, mama, that is rough. That is real bad, you know, real, real bad. Oh, don't mess me about. Come on. There you go. God, that is, that is truly harrowing stuff. Look at the fucking grin on this woman's face in the, in the 
article on the side. Row about cheese in shared fridge got so bad, these two ended up in jail. She is pretty keen on it, though. She's like, yeah, I fucked someone up for taking the cheese. Great. Anyway, this is bad, guys. This is a clear sign of the end times, don't you think? Uh, they are cherished staples of the traditional Christmas dinner plate, but some Weatherspoons customers looking to enjoy pigs in blankets during the festive season were left disappointed after being served uh, chipolatas. I don't know if they're considered chipolatas. They're not chipolatas. Uh, without a basic baking casing. Chipolata is long and thin. That's a party sausage. That is... I mean, or is it a chipolata? I mean, can you have different sizes of chipolata? D! He's a chef, he'll know. D! Is that chipolata or not? I need to know for reasons. I'm asking for a friend. A pub chain whose boss, Tim Martin, has repeatedly spoken in support of Brexit. (laughs) 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 That's so funny. Oh, ne- never miss an opportunity to have a dig at someone if, they, if they're a Brexiteer. <laughs> Completely unrelated, the fact that they're, what, they've run out of bacon somewhere. Like, Tim Martin, who has repeatedly spoken in support of Brexit, said the issue was down to temporary labour shortage and unnamed business further up the supply chain, rather than problems with meat travelling into the UK from Europe. <laughs> Maybe we should just, like, everyone should have to have their stance on Brexit tattooed on their forehead, just so you know at all times, and you can judge a person's behaviour in total accordance to what they have, you know, in reference to what they have tattooed on their forehead. So there can be absolutely no mistakes. Everything can be black and white, and you can know that any poor behaviour on the part of that person is intrinsically linked to how they voted in the referendum. The drunk driver, the drunk driver who is who has a Brexit tattoo on his forehead. Deary me, the, <laughs> the speed, the speeding driver, the Brexit, Brexit voting speeding driver. Uh, the matter involved a number of pubs and has since been resolved. The company said, customer Zander Yarnley, Zander Yarnley, twenty-one, uh, was among those left disappointed when he ordered a Christmas dinner at the Angel uh, in Basingstoke. On December 2nd, he said, I ordered them through the app. I ordered them through the app. And when they got delivered to me, they did not have a bacon on them. Matey asked me if I wanted a refund. I said, no, don't worry about it. Obviously, I was a bit disappointed. I mean, who wouldn't be? Uh, but I kind of just find it funny more than anything, so I gave him no stress. Ate them. I went about my day. My man, they say you go on living your life. Like, he's not out there going, that's it, boycott one spoons, shut them down. They're, oppre- they're oppressing me. I am so disappointed. I am aghast. My lifestyle choice of wanting to eat pigs and blankets has been denied. They are denying my existence as an eater of bacon. This is a disgrace. I expected more from you, Weatherspoons. I, I cannot believe you've let me down like this. No, just like, for it's funny and then just went about my day. As it even ended up in in the Metro, Weatherspoon spokesman Eddie Gerson said, It has all been resolved. It wasn't across all 900 pubs, and it was only for a day or so. There is no shortage of meat. The suppliers in the UK had the bacon and the sausages, but didn't have enough labour to put the blankets on the pigs. 
It was nothing to do with supply. It was to do with Labour. The Labour government, in fact, which is why I voted Conservative. There was a stop in some supplies. They got the sausages in without the blankets. Uh, the British Meat Processors Association previously warned that the UK was not attracting enough EU workers and said it could ha uh, have a detrimental impact on the supply of fiddly items such as pigs and blankets. Well, 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 God forbid the British public should have to go so far as to make their own pigs and blankets that they should have to do the fiddly meat work themselves. I personally am adept at fiddly meat work as anyone uh, living who has ever lived with me will tell you. You know, many... Many afternoons, many evenings, many mornings I've spent perfecting my fiddly meat work alone in my bedroom. It's a joke about wanking. Uh, last year, Weatherspoons was temporarily unavailable to serve some drinks on draft uh, due to a shortage of CO2, uh, while the absence of steak on its steak night menu was put down to precautionary product recall due to mislabeling with the supplier. Well, it's good to get the, you know, get the rub on this, isn't it? Just to get really... I mean, is there a website anywhere that lists all of the, uh, you know, food-based issues that Weatherspoons have had, either due to supply or whatever, and just the sort of what happened? I mean, could they publish it as a coffee table book? Be a nice, be a nice toilet companion, wouldn't it? Like, you know, you got the Profanosaurus there. You know, maybe I don't know Charlie Brooker collection of articles or something, just some light reads. But then the Weatherspoons book of uh, reasons for the occasional food shortages would be nice. So you'd be like, oh, wow, October 2016. The uh, the supply of eggs uh, was limited uh, due to a lorry overturning on the A23, uh, carrying the aforementioned eggs. And so the Weatherspoons in the southeast actually went without eggs for two days. Uh, but the problem was shortly rectified. Wow, incredible. <laughs> January 2017, soft drinks supply were affected in the northeast of England uh, due to a fire at a factory. The problem was shortly rectified. <laughs> Wipe. Brilliant. I'll buy it. That's a great stocking filler. Come on. I might go pitch that, Dragon's Den. That's a bad time. I'd be pissed. I'm wearing a Brexit, some sort of Brexit outfit. Listen, bad time. Fucking you lot. I know you're going to leave. You lot, you Scots, you're going to go. I know you are, because you want it. And fine, if we don't fucking want you anyway. Anyway, back to the pitch. This is... Do you have been Have you? You must have heard about it. It's big. There's the people I know go there. I go there all the time. And a book about when food hasn't arrived. Ugh. You can order with an app there. You know that. You don't even have to go to the bar. You don't even have to get up. You can just fucking sit there and drink. Maybe could, they could bring you a fucking catheter. So you don't even have to go, go and piss. That's my new invention, Ballantyne. What do you think of that? You want to invest? I'll let you know where I am my mood. All right. Fuck you. Pathetis? Oi, Pathetis, I'm talking to you. Fucking Ryman's. Forget about it. No one wants calculators anymore. No one wants a fax machine. Pathetus. No one wants a pocket translator. Yeah. Fucking no one even prints anymore. What's the point of Ryman's? Fucking coffee table book about weather spoons, food shortages. Where am I?
What's going on? It's all been a dream. Guys, look, shoe throwers, what have we got? Uh, I want to play another bit of the Scream Arts EP because I'm enjoying it all. Uh, we add extra mundane and Leviathan, and now we will have Titans. Okay, thank you. Horny. Cafe Neuro Espresso's cack as well. Gonna have to start bringing it from home. Maybe I'll get one of those chili bottles that everybody's got. All the young millennial types have got. They keep stuff warm for about 17 years. They're made out of uranium. Guys, listen. Mark, what are you on about this fucking... Fucking Emperor tune. Which Emperor tune? What are we talking Emperor tune that come out today? 
Was it? Which one? What's it called? I need names. I need numbers. What's your number, eh? Hey, oi, I'm gonna talk to your governor. Hey? I'm gonna talk to you. What's your fucking number, mate? I'm gonna tell your governor about it. Let's see what he's got to fucking say. Um, what emperor bit? What back chat? That's been out for 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 a bit. Well, there's what's the other one on it? Gambit, and then the other bit is Bogorn. Oh, what? Bogorn? How have I missed this? Right, that's clearly up next. Bogorn. Ah, okay, now. Um, face and misanthropes. What's wrong? What's Wong Weemix? Right. What's Wong Weemix? Okay. Well, anyway, we'll get onto this. Um, Jen has just uh, informed me of this, um, which is a, an image from an oldie-worldy newspaper or magazine, I guess, uh, with adverts for di disco equipment, uh, mobile discos, uh, and also for jingles. Uh, DJ, he says, do you have a, I wonder when this is from. Is this in old money? No, it's not. It's, so it's post-decimalisation. Uh, uh, DJ Jingles, your name on record. Can you imagine the envy of your fellow DJs? Send 50p for sample of personalised jingle on cassette or reel-to-reel. -reel. That is very, uh, very reasonably priced. Uh, also available on request, list of our current jingles. Uh, send stamped addressed envelope. Uh, you know what? I ain't sent out. I ain't sent out a stamped addressed envelope. <sighs> Maybe since I was a kid. I don't know, a long time. People just aren't sending out stamped addressed envelopes anymore. Uh, maybe that actually, uh, if I if I got some more stickers printed up and said, guys, send me a stamped addressed envelope and I'll send you some stickers, how many people do you think would do it? One? Bildo would do it. He's probably the only person with it. Jen would do it. It'd be the, it'd be the only people organ adult enough, quite honestly, to actually get it together. Um, Anyway, st wow, st send a stamped addressed envelope to Zany Crazy Jingles in London. Oh, God, imagine owning a company called Zany Crazy Jingles. That is the fucking dream. But interestingly, is down in the bottom left corner as well, Dave Sims Disco Centre in Ealing. Are you getting your share of the horn? New August Piso horn system. So this must be sort of proto-foghorn, I guess. Wow, incredible. No, I'm not getting my fair share of the horn. Dee's taking it all. You know, he's got more than his fair share of the horn. More than his fair share of fog. I mean, I'm, I'm, there's going to be Christmas. I think there might be Christmas-themed fog this, uh, this Friday. Oh, I mean, that's the dream, right? Christmas fog on. Wow. Anyway, then for some reason, no good reason, uh, I googled uranium calories. As uh, I did remember them being it being quite calorific, uh, twenty billion calories uh, for a gram of uranium. So if anyone's keen for a dirty bulk, you know if anyone's trying to put on weight, that's probably the way to do it, I guess. Um, also, what's interesting here is how many calories in a gram of gasoline. Uh, so one hundred and seventy-five pound, say seventy-seven kilo person burns. Uh, wait, what? And burns 515 calories an hour at high intensity exercise, not just uh, not just st stood still, or about 34 calories per mile. I mean, that must be running, I guess. Yeah. Look, I'll start this again. We'll just just, just go with it. Let's assume this person is running. 
So £175 person burns 115 calories per hour. That's about 34 calories per mile, about 21 calories per kilometre. A gallon of gasoline, about four litres, contains around 31,000 calories. If a person could drink gasoline, then a person could ride about... Or was this cycling? Okay, could ride about 912 miles on a gram of gas. That's a pretty efficient engine uh, on a gallon of gas. Yeah, all right, so maybe we need to... Look... Guys, look, I appreciate there's a stigma around fossil fuels, but if you could convert, you know, your engine, so to speak, your all your tubes and your pipes and your business, your sort of, ah, your boiler room, you know, your, 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 all your gubbins, yeah, all your fleshy, bloody, your guts, you could convert your guts uh, to, I don't know, two-stroke engines, something like that. <sighs> Seems pretty efficient, man, you know, because, like, to do to, <clears throat> I don't know what it would cost in terms of food to ride nine hundred and twelve miles. Be a fair amount though, I would imagine, a lot more than a liter of a liter of gasoline, about one pound twenty five, you know, depending on where you go, depending on which part of London you're in. Anyway, guys, um, what would happen if you ate a gram of uranium? A small amount of uranium will stay in your bones anywhere for months to years after ingestion, but eating uranium is much less toxic than inhaling it. You might not be surprised to learn that eating large doses of radioactive substances leads to an increased chance of developing cancer. Yeah, that would seem reasonable. Okay, what, uh, what else have we got? Ha oh my god, how heavy is a gram of uranium? Uh, what? Yeah, well... It's obviously it's a gram. You fucking idiot. Uranium weighs 19.5 grams per cubic centimetre. Yeah, sure, but a gram of uranium weighs a gram. The clue's in the title. Uh, what foods are... This is got all the fucking stuff in it, hasn't it? How many calories are in one gram? Yeah, we've been through that. 20 billion. Is it safe to drink gasoline? Uh, the gastrointestinal tract does not absorb gasoline as easily as the lungs do, but ingesting gasoline can be fatal. There's a YouTube video, and I don't know if it's real, of a girl in America who's on a, like a reality TV program, like a sort of Dr. Phil style thing, because she's addicted to drinking gasoline, to drinking petrol, and they've got her like there with like a proper, drinking out of a jerry can, obviously, you wouldn't decant it, like, she's in her bedroom like, I don't know why I'm doing this, drinking out of a fucking red jerry can, like, listen, listen guys, there's no way that she's drinking it out of a can. You you would decant it into a bottle or into a glass or something. You wouldn't be there. <laughs> like, you're looking like you're trying to kill yourself, like you're about to set yourself on fire or something. And unsurprisingly, it's making her really ill. She's addicted to doing it. I don't know if it's real. It looked quite real, but it also looked quite fake at the same time. And just with today's climate, who fucking knows? Anyway... Talking of today's climate, here's some absolute mad bollocks. Where are we? Father Christmas should be banned to make it more gender neutral. <clears throat> now, I will say that this is an article reporting on one small incident in a Facebook comment section, so it's not is to be taken with a pinch of salt. Uh, Father Christmas should be banned to make it more gender neutral is the quote. So this is leading... Uh, this is a clickbait article uh, from Richard Hartley Parkinson, who I feel like I would think better of, but not really. You know, he's a Metro journalist after all. You know, so he sucks Satan's cock. 
effectively. You know, that's sort of what I'm getting at here. He honks Beelzebub Johnson down. He's got the balls in one hand, a grip like that. He's forcing, you know, Lucifer's swollen, uncircumcised penis down his throat. Writing an article with the other hand. Um, and so yeah, it's clickbait because you know, look, we could we could do this. We could do this as a game. Yeah, I could post something completely. I could post something really innocuous on uh, Facebook, like um. How about I post uh, something like, um, we need to all work together to do better to help heal our Mother Earth. And then someone can comment back, I find the term mother in Mother Earth to be problematic. And we should ban it because it is not inclusive of, uh, I don't know, trans men. You know, pick a, pick a teeth, like pick a whoever, you know. And then someone could write the article, uh, the term Mother Earth could be banned. You know, sh uh, claims, you know, and it's not, it's just two people having a conversation and, you know, two idiots having a conversation reported as if it's like some panel of experts somewhere in government, like some sort of government think tank that are going around tackling the fucking big issues of the day, like Father Christmas's gender. <sighs> what? Look, okay, how about. You know, what I want to know, yeah, is why, why hasn't Father Christmas announced uh, their pronouns? You know, why hasn't Father Christmas done a, got a YouTube channel where, you know, he announces, what's, what's in his, has he got him in his, in, sorry, I keep, sorry here, I keep assuming um, Santa's, Santa's gender. Does Santa have in Santa's email signature? Santa's pronouns. You know, that would make it easier for everybody. Surely. You know, turns out Santa's pronouns are Z and Zim. Fine. Well, you know, or should we just uh, just call, refer to Santa as non-gender specific Christmas person? You know, but here's the term Christmas, you know, and it's is that problematic because it's exclusionary of other religions. Maybe we should all just fucking go to bed and never get out of bed again. Maybe that would be a better idea, so as not to get caught up in this fucking mess. Yeah, let's all just go back to bed. You know, I like, we got woke, we didn't really like what we saw, so now we're going back to bed. That seems like a better idea, doesn't it? Well, look, you can guess what's going on in this story. Uh, a mother has said that she's been criticised online for saying Father Christmas instead of Stanta because it's not gender neutral. I would like to point out that I feel like probably the person who, criti who criticised that may have been joking uh, because if they are joking, I think it's funny. Uh, if they're not joking, they're insane. Uh, a mum has said that she is discussing, was discussing a book on Facebook when she used the masculine noun but was told Santa is now seen as gender neutral and was the preferred term of many parents. <laughs> the woman from Plymouth says she does not want to offend anybody and has been left feeling on edge. She said, I've just been shamed for using the name Father Christmas and told that Santa is now seen as gender neutral. 
Uh, I was only ref- referring to the book Father Christmas by Raymond Briggs, uh, but it's left me a little confused slash on edge about what we are allowed to say. I have a small child and don't really want to raise him saying Father Christmas if it's hurtful to some. I mean, so what are we doing here? Are we trying to protect some people from the idea that other genders exist? Is that... Is that what's going on? I mean, are there people out there that are so fragile that they, that what they should be led to believe, what that they, the only, their gender is the only gender out there? That seems very strange. Saint, uh, Saint Nicholas is based on uh, Santa Claus is based on Saint Nicholas, fourth century bishop who lived in what is now Turkey. Father um, oh, Christmas would be brown. Um, he was a very wealthy man and used uh, that money to help the poor and give secret gifts to people. Sounds like a chill dude, man. He sounds calm. Uh, the interpretation of him, interpretations of him have now changed over the centuries, uh, but always with the theme of generosity. France and Italy use Père Noël and Babou Natal, respectively, and both followed the, followed the British masculine noun. Germany and Poland, um, Weihnachtsmann and Mil, uh, uh, Miklas and Mikulja. Uh, both Saint uh, Nicholas, while in Russia, they use Grandfather Frost, Dead Mores. Okay. However, in Ukraine, they say a Snegelrola, uh, which means snow maiden. She first appeared in Russian folklore in the 19th century and is depicted as Dead Mores' granddaughter and helper. helper. Chill. Uh, reacting to the Plymouth mum's comment, another mother said, Santa is so American. Father Christmas here, and will always be Father Christmas, which is why I voted to leave. Okay, um, it's always a man. There's nothing wrong with it being a man, though. Why was it? Why would it be a problem that it's a man? In a survey last year, only a small number of people, 15%, said that they felt Father Christmas should become gender neutral. What's this survey? I want to know more about it. The campaign has not received backing from any major LGBT bodies or charities. <laughs> But why, why would it have anything to do with them? Anyone that has anything to do with people that are not part of LGBT groups. What fucking gender a fictional a fictional character is. But why does it matter? But, like, it seems a bit odd to change the thing. Like, it, 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 Look, it's, it's not worth getting hurt up over. It's obviously clearly a very, very small number of mad people that take any interest... Uh, in this whatsoever. Is it true that he's only red because of Coca-Cola? Was he green before? Is that is that a thing? Uh, is Santa red uh, because of Coca-Cola? Uh, prior, prior to Nast's, I don't know, work, Santa's outfit was tan in colour, and it was and it was he that changed it to red. Also, who is ta- what is the uh, although he drew Santa in a green suit. Uh, this change is often mistakenly attributed to the work of Haddon Sundblom, who drew images of Santa in advertising for the Coca-Cola company. So, no, it wasn't. Who, Who is this? Uh, oh, God, this is... Uh, okay. The first appearance of modern Santa Claus, complete with what we consider to be the Santa suit, was a drawing by Thomas Nast. Nast's original drawings were of a small Santa who could slide down chimneys. Okay, midget Santa. Cool. Um, But his later works made him full size. Uh, He was also the first to draw Santa wearing a red suit with fur linings, a nightcap and a black belt with a large buckle. 
Prior to Nuss's work, Santa's outfit was tan in colour, and it was he that changed it to red, although he also drew Santa in a green suit. This change is often mistakenly attributed to the work of Haddon Sundblom, uh, who drew images of Santa in the advertising for Coca-Cola Company since 1931. Although Sundblom's work certainly changed the perception of Santa Claus, the red suit was shown in covers of Harper's Weekly at least 40 years before his work for the soda company was published. The Coca-Cola Company itself has attributed the red colour to the suit of Nast's earlier work. Prior to the Coca-Cola Company advertising, the image of Santa was in a state of flux. He was portrayed in a variety of forms, including both the modern forms and, in some cases, as a gnome. It was Sunblom's work which standardised the form of Santa to the earlier Nast work, including the red suit outfit. Uh, it's not sure how Santa would have voted in the referendum, but we... <laughs> Oh, God! Or <laughs> uh, oh, what kind of twisted genitalia may, may lie beneath his red outfit? Much speculation. <laughs> as, as to Santa's sexuality has gone on for many, many years, as it's extremely important to know. <laughs> it is unknown what Santa's feelings are on reparations. <laughs> oh god uh, what was that what what was that emperor tune what were we saying there uh, what we're we doing what we're we doing here oh look there you are bog on bog on by emperor uh, let's let's fucking get the show on the road yeah <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what I'm laughing at. It's one of those days. Oh.
noticed on the release for Bubble by Matthias and Face that they have a commentary track as well. I mean, this is a thing that seems to be on a lot of Vision releases now. Uh, commentary. Not to cut... Well, I am going to cut Boggorn off short. That was a nice bit, but I want to listen to this commentary. Our little world of particles, um, we should discuss that as well. Maybe we should start with um, the whim. Maybe we want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, well, Do you think they I'm, talk about how they would have voted in the referendum? Is it you thing in January? Do and, they talk uh, about was, Santa's gender? I wasn't really prepared. Probably so not. I took all it, the time what's the point? You always have to do that yeah. weird connecting flight at Frankfurt yeah. <laughs> when I go see you in Linz. So I had, like, I don't know, four hours. So I took my laptop and played around. Try to set a mood of uh, uh, like an atmosphere mood because I find it sometimes very easy to start with the atmosphere and then start yeah, with the atmosphere on. and then the mood. And then, you know, we just want to get our sovereignty back. You know, it is simple enough. Like, you know, we're not racist or anything, but uh, we just think that we'll be better off on our own. We can set our own laws, you know, and uh, we don't have to uh, do what the EU is telling us. We don't have to be dictated to by unelected officials in Brussels, you know. It is, uh, I don't understand why it is so complicated. There's, uh, people overlook the importance of sovereignty, you know. And many people overlook uh, the potential gender issues with Santa Claus and whether or not Santa is, is cisgendered male or whether or not he is, you know, non-binary. Non it perfectly could be. Would would it be so much of a problem for you to have a non-binary Santa Claus as long as he, as long as he comes down uh, the chimney to deposit gifts for the children? Uh, personally, I do not know. I'm undecided, you know. It, uh, yeah, Guys, um, Moscow, look, I can't find it. Merck, I don't know if you're even telling the truth and whether or not it's just another wind-up, you know? Another wind-up, guys. It, it, it well could be. Meghan Markle named as UK's most unfairly treated person in 2019. Well, I would like to ask you this. What about me? Guys, I'm continually unfairly treated uh, by the listeners of this show. They make outrageous claims about me, whether or not I even exist. They deny my existence. They say that I'm pre-recorded. They say that I'm AI. That's incredibly unfair treatment, considering I give them an incredible daily insight into the collapsing catastrophe of my life. And, you know, although I do ask for money for it, I, it's, you know, you, you, you can still, you know, just, just look at it for free. So, really, you know, I've given everything. And in return, I re receive almost nothing but abuse. So I would say that me, me, it, I am the most unfairly treated person of 2019. I also think it's unfair that I'm not really rich. I think that is very unfair. Like, I identify as a much richer person. I also identify as a much better looking person. You know, that's the real fucking, you know, that's the real travesty here. I mean, one of the, there are a lot of travesties in the world, you know. All manner of stuff. But really, one of the biggest travesties is that I'm not better looking. You know, I'm you know, average, fine, whatever. But like, you know, I could have incredibly chiseled cheekbones. You know, I could, you know, have a really just nice sculpted sort of Michelangelo-esque face. But I don't, you know. And I am very triggered by that. I think it's very, very unfair. And I think that that actually people should be treating me like I'm better looking. I think that would be, that would be. So if you could, guys, 
lads and lasses, if you wouldn't mind all treating me like I'm fucking hot, like outrageously smoking hot, yeah? All right, so that would be, I guess what, how that would work would be, you would look at me, stare at me a lot, but not really listen to anything that I said, you know, and you just uh, that would just, just be sort of background noise because you would be so sort of besotted and taken in and sort of, you know, uh, in a way sort of lambasted by by my beauty. But, yeah, just stop listening. Just, I don't know, if anything, you can just put the show on mute, just as long as you stare. As long as you keep, as long as you keep looking, though, you know, so, you know, those, those, those YouTube... Uh, views keep rolling in you know what i mean anyway megan markle named uk's unfairly i don't need to uh, i think probably i've made the gags about this she does seem rather unfairly treated though i will say i will throw my hat in the ring and say it does seem like quite often she is treated rather unfairly uh anyway what else have we got bits and bobs guys bits and bobs uh e-cig firms banned from advertising using public instagram posts uh so the war on vapes continue. The British America Tobacco. British America Tobacco and three other e-cigs firms have been told to stop promoting their products on public Instagram pages. Uh, health campaigners described it as a major step forward in preventing teenagers and children, children from getting hooked on the vapes. Uh, but, B-A-T, AMA, Cape Lab, Attitude Vapes, and Milo Vapes, all argue their Instagram posts simply provide factual information like the name, content, and price of their products. The Advertising Standards Agency, authority rather, uh, disagreed and said they clearly went beyond the provision of factual information and were promotional in nature. Cool, man. Well, you know, I've uh, got bored of that article really fast, actually, really, uh, really, really quickly. Um, I'm bored of that. Uh, there was another uh, bit, though. Uh, come on, guys. Here we go. Eight pupils collapse after vaping spice. Uh, missold as THC vape. Oopsie. Whoopsie. Done a boo-boo. Whoopsie. Got all razzed up on spice by accident. Oh, no. Uh, at least eight children have, been re have recently collapsed in Greater Manchester after vaping spice. Uh, falsely sold as natural cannabis. Quote-unquote natural cannabis. Uh, officials say the incident has affected pupils of secondary school age in various locations around the country since November. Kids in Oldham, Bury, and Rochdale inhaled what they believed to be THC, vape liquid, uh, but was in fact a dangerous designer drug. What's a de what constitutes a designer drug? Uh, the Greater Manchester Drug Alert Panel said uh, the incidents have promoted health advisors to issue a fresh warning about vaping products in Greater Manchester. Uh, it comes after nine young people collapsed between Friday, oh sorry, between February and June this year. I sort of was insinuating that a lot of people had all collapsed at once. According to Manchester Evening News, an ambulance was called to treat several pupils who had vaped at school in Oldham in December. Another youngster suffered a seizure in school in the same town, also this month. Uh, in November, a young person collapsed after being forced to vape. Oh no, God, that's horrendous, isn't it? Vape Vaping at no. At vape point? No. Oh, I don't know. Uh, ambulance crews were called to another school in London after several young people collapsed. A similar incident unfolded at an educational facility. Right, that sounds terrifying. In Bury, where a group of pupils became heavily intoxicated. Okay, well, they sound like they're having a laugh. An educational facility. That sounds like a stall, doesn't it? 
Three more pupils in Bury required an ambulance for the same reason. Greater Manchester Police are investigating, but the exact dates of the incidents are unknown. The latest warning was issued on behalf of Greater Manchester uh, Drug Alerts Panel, which brings together police, NHS, local authorities and drug user support agencies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fine. Let's have one other bit. And then we'll hand over to the birthday girl. Although she's not conclusively proved that it's her birthday. We'll go with it. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I've lost my place now. What's going on? What did I have? I don't even know. New need for mirrors? What have we got? Command strange. I don't even know, man. I don't even know. What were we... Look. Guys, I can't find this fucking misanthrop and face remix of Thingy, or whether or not it was the other way around. I don't know. Oh, Lord Foghorn's here. Took your bloody time, D. Uh, oh, he's linked in the Discord. Okay. Oh, here it is. Okay, fine. Face a misanthrop. What's wrong? Emperor remix. All oh, right. Uh, well, oh, it's supposed to be out today. Well, it's not. Yeah, you've really made this your hill to die on, Mark. If it's cack, you're in trouble. Imagine if it was just complete wank. Emperor face Mephius is just a roaring disappointment. <laughs> Yeah, unsurprisingly, this is a naughty bit of gear. Oh. 
Yeah, this is rowdy as fuck. Yes, indeed, it's the Emperor remix of Face and Misanthrope, What's Wong? Uh, it's out now on Neo Signal, allegedly, although I couldn't find any evidence of it, so I guess it's out for later on. Good. Guys, it's the end of the show, coming up at 11 in two whole, one whole minute, one whole minute, Jen, Power Jen, bringing you the positive energy, bringing you the positive vibes, bringing you your positive pregnancy results. That's right. Anyone who listens to the show is automatically pregnant, be you man, woman, or beast. Uh, yeah, that's Facing Misanthrop, What's Wrong, Emperor Remix, out today on Neo Signal. Guys, VIP list, thank you to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. Your donations are more important than ever. Guys, I uh, thank you all. Uh, VIP list is Greg Confort, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaziski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potts, Sam Howard, Tony J, Pat, Richard Patson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Ryan Van Thartenbach, Mike Pye, Lily Ansar, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chad Ryder, John Finnison, BDR Crew, Peter Blashford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Gilly Lightfield, James Perry, Hannah Bartender, Lady Squiffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with No SCDs, MMC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Ellis from Tyrone Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Double Grass, Sajon, Sachi, Superior, Drama Base, Chris Breaks the Build, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel Jembry, Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Deb Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Ranky Makes a Vocal, blah, blah, Cosmic Waff, Meat Loaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunch, The Hips, Muffed, oh, I just fucked it today, man. Yesterday was pretty promising, but absolute just puddle of tepid wank today. Sarah Hunt, The Hitch Must Will A, Ben Virgo, Dentwee, Lupe Salazar, Big Wash, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Les, Tom Skipper, unfortunately it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudia Lushmere, Benish, Dren Roche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderton, Pearson, Godlike, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo Gervais, Big Eight, Chapter 13 and Grant, Motherfucking Shepherd, Death Disco and your boy Jimmy Bird. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow. It's Power Gen now on Threshold.fm. If you're listening on there, well, you won't be hearing this if you're listening on there, but if you're on YouTube, go over to Threshold.fm, get the app, download the iPhone app, download the Android app, stop messing around. Uh, the new update for the iPhone app will be out, I guess, at the end of the week. I don't know how long it's going to take them to approve stuff. It's coming towards Christmas, so stuff is getting clogged up because they take time off over Christmas. But anyway, I will tell you the fucking new update for the iPhone app is going to be boom. Guys, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, you stay out of trouble, yeah, and keep your nose clean. Goodbye.